Hi, I guess I'm back again for another one tonight because I'm, I'm feeling kind of chatty and don't have anybody to talk to. So maybe there's somebody out there listening. I think it's so cool to do this. I kind of feel like Christian Slater on Pump Up the Volume. <laughs> I am not the eat me, beat me lady, I promise. Um, so I want to talk conspiracy theories tonight. Um, I'm feeling like diving into the rabbit hole. Um, this is always fun and I, I don't really like the term conspiracy theory and here's why. A theory, people, let me go back, people who say I only deal with facts, thank you, have a nice day. Okay, I, I respect that, but you have to understand that all, every fact started off as a theory that had to be proven in order to become a fact. Um, conspiracy means more than one person is involved. So a conspiracy theory in, in a sense, something that two or more people believe. You could go back and say that Penicillin was originally a conspiracy theory. I mean, who would have thought that you could make an antibiotic out of moldy bread, right? That doesn't make any sense, but somebody believed it. They tested the theory and it became fact. So when people attack me by saying, oh, but you're just a conspiracy theorist, you don't know what you're talking about, um, they instantly, they like just they lose all credit with me because I've apparently lost all credibility with them because they're considering me a conspiracy theorist and I'm considering that they don't understand that word. <laughs> but um, I think they're fun and a lot of times they are proven to be factual, actual things. And now that's another interesting word, fact. Um, listening to some of the crazies, like the real crazies, you know, they make up these words as they go along, uh, change definitions of things. The new word I heard a couple of weeks ago really kind of set really bad with me. It's called alternative facts. And the woman I was watching <clears throat> was explaining about Stalin and killing 60 million people. And the guy's like, well, that's your opinion. And she said, no, actually, it's a fact. And he said, well, it's an alternative fact. <laughs> and she's like, well, no, it's a proven, actual, factual fact. And um, that word, alternative fact, that's what they come back at whenever they want to call you a liar. <laughs> they want to tell you, you don't know what you're talking about. Those are alternative facts. And now we're conspiracy theorying because we don't really know that that's what they're doing. But you know, we just assume. So. Let's dive down deep into that rabbit hole tonight and um, talk about the Declaration of Independence in my previous podcast. What would you think if we declared our independence again? Declared our independence from who, you say? Secede from the nation? What are you talking about? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something more exciting than that. Um, in one of my previous podcasts, we discussed the Act of 1871 that made 
the United States of America into the corporation of the United States of America under Washington, D.C. And you will have to go back and listen to that. But that is true. Um, So what if we declared our independence from the USA Corporation? What if that happened and we just made a new declaration of independence and we explained our reasons and we explained, you know, summing it up, what needs to happen to go forward? What kind of a world would we want to live in? I mean, the Constitution is very specific on things and you guys know I'm a huge constitutionalist. I I don't support a party. I actually, I'm going to tell you something right now. I did not vote Republican in the last election. I did not vote for Donald Trump. I did not vote for the ding dong either. Um, no way, I did not do that. Um, I voted for a candidate that I thought would be a better person for the job at this time because both Trump and Biden are in in their own existence divisive because there's so much hate and discord on both sides that I thought that it might be time for neither. I choose neither right now. Does that mean that I don't support the president, President Trump? No, that doesn't mean that at all. It just means that I chose to vote for a different candidate that I thought at this time might be a good thing. And guess what? I have the right to do that. I have the right to pick any candidate I choose for any reason I so choose. I like to consider myself an educated voter. There are some things that I admit I have voted on that I did not know that I was... I should probably not have voted. I always tell people... If you, if you don't know the people running, don't vote for them because you don't know what you're voting for. You, you, you don't vote for somebody because they have a cool name, um, or because, you know, you see their signs all over the place. So you know their name, don't vote for them for that reason. That's not a responsible vote. Skip it. Just skip that one and move on. It's okay to skip little elections on your ballot. You don't have to vote for everybody. It's not required. If you want to only vote for governor, you can go in and just vote for governor. I don't recommend that. Um, Local elections are so important. Um, Here, we're supposed to be discussing conspiracy theories. I'm giving you my opinion on voting. Um, So, the Declaration of Independence. What if we as a nation declared our independence from world domination. We took ourselves out of the central bank and the city of London and we actually had a nation back in our hands of the people where it was always meant to be and hindsight shows us how we've screwed up so badly. I mean like I said, our, our founding fathers, the people who fought for this nation to become a nation to begin with, it took 95 years for them to send it right back to Britain. And for 149 years, we've lived under that for longer than we lived under the Constitution, you guys. Um, and 
the sad thing is that most of us don't know. They've uneducated us on purpose because, uh, you know, if we knew what was going on, there's no way we would allow something like that to happen. Oh, I should hope not anyway. I mean, stranger things have happened. I mean, the ding-dong got 80 million votes. <laughs> um, and he's going to be our new unifying president. But what if we declared our independence and we said, no, no, we've had enough. Um, we're not going to do this anymore. We don't want new world order. We don't want world unity. You know, we've got us over here. Thanks. We don't need your money system. We can make our own money system. After the Civil War, the first Civil War in America, I say the first because I believe we're already in the second. Um, after the Civil War, the nation was broke. Broken and broke financially. And within just a few years, they sold us out to Britain and they bailed us out. It's a big complicated truth and I can't call it a conspiracy, it's a truth. That's what happened. And the corporation became the nation and the people were manipulated and lied to, go figure. Because you know, what our founding fathers were afraid of was a government that had too much power. And, you know, you, you have to make certain things to make sure that this doesn't happen. And while they had so many things put in place, God bless them, they didn't know. They, they knew, but they didn't know what. But they knew that at some point, somebody, something would come along and they're going to try to take this and make it something else an interesting theory that a lot of people have um, separation of church and state or um, Thomas Jefferson that's nowhere in the Constitution by the way you guys those words if you don't believe me go look it up um, it was actually written by Thomas Jefferson in a letter that he wrote to I can't remember the name of the Baptist Association at the time, but it was to them because they were concerned that the government might come in and just run over them. And they're like, you know, we'd like to exist. And, you know, we just voted for you as president. You know, what are you going to do to make us feel like the government's not going to just come and tell us we can't do what we're doing? And in that letter, he used the quote, separation of church and state that everybody thinks is in our constitution. It's not in there. It's a letter written while he was in France, sent across the sea. So let's say we wake up one day and there's a great big announcement. America has declared its independence from the world, the new world order, the, you know, Illuminati, the day they. People are always like, who's this they you're referring to? They. <laughs> they are an interesting group, aren't they? They're sneaky little bastards. They are. 
they are all around us. They've been in our government, in our businesses, in our corporations, everywhere. They're all around us. They control the world. That's who they is. I don't know who they are. I don't know any of them personally. I don't think. Maybe, but I doubt it. Denver International Airport. That's a they thing to me. That place is creepy, you guys. Um, I think I posted on my Facebook group um, some stuff about it. If you've not ever looked at that one, it's terrifying. But it's so fascinating. The murals, they depict all kinds of stuff that we're actually seeing right now. Uh, there's a time capsule that's addressed to the people of Colorado of... Uh, 2092 I think 2092 will all be long dead by then and that sucks oh my god that sucks because I want to know what's in that time capsule so bad I cannot stand it so when I get to ask God any question that I want that's going to be one of them I want to know what's in that what was in the time capsule in the Denver International Airport <laughs> and maybe I'll get to find out it might not be anything good I don't know um there's a gargoyle a creepy gargoyle then there's a bronco of the devil <laughs> i mean the devil if the devil had a pet bronco it would look like that bronco outside the denver international airport um but the murals the murals are um scary when you look at each you have to look at each section of it to see a different story being told um there's nazi looking men in gas masks with huge swords and sabers deadly blades um there's death there's unity of countries that are that we know the recognize the flags some you don't recognize the flags. some the flags are missing from the picture um it's got animals in glass like cubes like they're on display and people are carrying them around <laughs> yeah we might have to do a whole episode on that one uh we will actually we'll do a whole episode on that one so anyway i, I told you guys i was feeling chatty tonight you never know where the conversation is going to go just chatting so back to the declaration of independence what would the world look like if we weren't part of that corporation and here's my thing I mean how crazy would it be if tomorrow that's what happened <laughs> that's where this is always going was the dissolving of the act of 1871 and restoring America to the people where it was supposed to be when everything we know will come out as being misinformation you know that word and we are shown the truth of everything in history that's led up to where we are right now and how we've been uneducated and lied to and left in the dark I don't even know what kind of country that would look like I mean we definitely have to give up a lot of things you guys and I mean not everybody would I think okay not everybody would be okay with this um that would be a bad that would be a problem I don't know how I mean I am obviously I'm not a big fan of deprogramming and re-educating 
I, I don't even want to go there because I mean to just say what Trump says the cure can't be worse than the virus and you can't declare your independence and then put the safeguards in place like the original Declaration of Independence says if you're gonna make it worse by trying to make it better you could do the exact opposite of what you're trying to do for the greater good another word I don't like so I'm not all on board with you know that possibility but 98% of me is like hell yeah man let's do it that's yeah <laughs> how exciting would that be I mean how terrifying would that be I said exciting it, it definitely that but terrifying yeah, it would be scary none of us know what it's like to live in that in 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 okay I'm just gonna say it you you don't separate amicably there's usually a little battle involved at least one we as Americans are very sheltered from that I mean we don't know what it's like to have military walking around in the street I mean it's okay yeah some of us do now um, Washington DC is a, is a looks like a war zone I mean there's 25 to 30,000 National Guard troops there right now <clears throat> that's scary yeah do you ever think you'd see that that's never happened not in our lifetime not in a long long time the last war that was fought on our soil was the first civil war uh, there have been many uh, the French and Indian War the American Revolution obviously the Spanish uh, Mexican War because well we kind of but that was part of it the Texas Revolution all of it fought here but way before us in the Civil War was the most deadly of all of them um, lots and lots of people died and that's not good because that's what I'm afraid of I'm afraid that if we ever declared our independence that would lead to bad people will die and I that's not what I want but but my point was we as Americans we aren't used to that other people in other countries they are sadly I have friends in other countries who I mean this is an everyday thing for them or it was at some point in their life and they've moved to another country and it's not so bad there but still but look at North Korea look at China they've got military in their streets all the time they have military parades big ballistics all over the place showing up what they got making the people stay good and scared of the government well let me tell you the government is not there for the people to be afraid of and that's not what our country was founded on and that's that's the thing that's what it's like they're going crazy right now because the government for the first time and I guess our history is afraid of the people not because well because they're claiming they violence but not because of violence it's because of our voice and our vote why do you think they shut us off why do you think they keep telling us to shut up they don't want us to talk because they don't want people to hear what we have to say because it makes too much sense and 
who wants to be controlled by a dictator, tyrannical communist government? Nobody wants that. And by pointing those things out to people makes us the enemy of the establishment. And that's okay with me. I'm, it doesn't make me the enemy of the state, even though that's what they're claiming it makes us all. It makes us enemy of the establishment. They are not going to go lightly. <laughs> I mean, they're not. They're, they don't want to be taken out of power. Who does? Nobody. Nobody likes that. People like their power. But it's not their power. It's our power. And they're afraid that when we realize that, they're in big trouble, mister. Think back to Bug's life. You have children. You, Most of you, maybe. You've seen a Bug's life. You know, and Hopper's talking about ants, and the grasshoppers are like, well, you know, there's only a couple right there that are getting out of line. <clears throat> and Hopper points out that, you know, there's only a couple, big deal, okay, ha <laughs> well, there are millions of them, and there's only a few of us. And when they figure that out, there goes our way of life. And that's what the government that we have right now is afraid of. They're afraid of us. They're afraid of our vote. Look what happened to the election. I mean, I'm not going to say the words because I don't want to get shut down, cancel, or whatever. We all know what happened in that election. If you've got half a brain, you understand that that wasn't quite right. Um, yeah. Tom, uh, Mark Twain actually said if our vote counted they wouldn't let us do it. I've always believed that to be true but our vote apparently does count <laughs> otherwise they wouldn't have done what they did to make sure to have more. Hmm. Conspiracy theory down that rabbit hole we're gonna go. Um, yeah they weren't gonna let that happen because if they did, it's all over for them. I mean, for four years, Trump has been saying he wants to give America back to the people. What if? What if this is what he meant? What if this is what he meant? What if this is where he was going the whole time? Dissolving the act of 1871 and giving America back to the people where it's always intended to be. We aren't even living under the Constitution. <clears throat> that we think we are. We've learned we've learned it. Um, it's two interesting things I did not know. Um, the original, the organic constitution of the United States says the constitution of the United States of America and the word United and the word States are not capitalized in the versions since the act of 1871 the U and the S are both capitalized now here let me explain that to you somebody says if you which is the correct sentence the United States is going to give a bunch of money to France we'll give it to France mm. France gave us the Statue of Liberty. We'll give them some money in this story. Uh -huh. um, so do you say the United States is going to give some money to France? Or do you say 
the United States are going to give some money to France. You say the United States are going to because they are states united in America under one constitution, not under one all-inclusive way of being. Each state was its own sovereign state <clears throat> to live under the constitution of the United States inside America, kind of like the European Union, but not <laughs> at the same time. <clears throat> All the little countries are in the European Union. They are the countries of the European Union, I guess you say. Countries would not be capitalized in that sense. Um, so what if that was the whole intended purpose, <clears throat> Trump running for president in 2015, that's when he put his hat in. I'll tell you when that happened, <laughs> I laughed so hard. It was, you guys remember, there was like, what, 15, 17 people running on the Republican Party for president, and they all sucked. Every one of them sucked. I have a solution for that one, by the way, I'll talk about later. Um, I would do want to wrap it up soon. I didn't intend to talk for half an hour, but here we are. If you're still listening, thank you. I <laughs> love you guys. But um, Trump throws his name in again because he ran, well, he put his name in against Obama when he ran the second time in 2008. So that didn't go anywhere. Um, I thought, how crazy, why not? Why not let Trump, sure, bring him. And I thought at the time, thinking back on it now, I think at the time when Trump entered, <clears throat> I think it was more maybe for a joke, I thought that at the time it turned out that people actually liked what he had to say and he gained a following just by saying the right things I mean he and when I say saying the right things I'm not talking about twisting my words around and making something racist uh, making something bigoted or divisive I don't believe that Trump was a divisive president I don't believe that I think he was one of the more non-divisive presidents, more unifying, the real word of unity, um, and people were so full of hate that they refused to see that, and that's, you know, what, what can you do? You can't change their way of thinking. But Trump developed a following of people. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. Um, we liked what he had to say. We liked that he wasn't afraid to say the things that we all think sometimes and we're afraid to say because of political correctness and feelings. You can't hurt somebody's feelings because that's bad. I mean, it is bad, but you know, feelings get hurt and that happens. But then, um, <laughs> I think, I, I think that Hillary was so convinced she was going to win, and so was the media. Um, they were shocked the night, election night. They were so shocked. Do you remember their shocked faces that Trump just took this state, that state? Oh my gosh, Trump just took this state. I didn't even understand how this is possible. Trump just, oh gosh. Well, well, Hillary got that one. Um, because I think they, I don't want to say that word cheated but 
I think they might have manipulated some things for her. Um, thinking they had it in the bag. And they didn't expect all of those people to show up and vote. Because that was a lot of people showed up that they weren't expecting. Lines around blocks, you guys. There was a line down the road for me. It was like five hours long to vote. That's never happened before. So I don't think they manipulated enough. <laughs> I think they thought they had, but they didn't. So this time they made sure to over manipulate to make sure that there's no problem. But I don't know. I, I always thought I was so excited when I voted for Trump the first time. I, I, I was scared and excited and terrified at the same time. I was like, yeah, let's just do this. I was like, all right, I'm going to actually do this. I'm going to vote for Trump. My hand was almost shaking when I did it because I could not believe I was about to do that with my vote. But there I was. There I did. And I said, it's going to be entertaining if nothing else. And damn, if that hasn't been true, man. I mean, you can't tell me you haven't been entertained this year by everything. I mean, you, this year, this administration hasn't been boring, guys. It's definitely not been boring. And hey, you know, if the end of the world's going to happen, it may as well be entertaining, right? <laughs> okay, I'm going to wrap it up. Um, you guys, be safe tomorrow. I think that I really have a good feeling that this probably isn't all going to just end with our destruction. <laughs> I think tomorrow might turn out to be pretty good. Pretty cool. It's definitely going to be exciting. There's that word again. <sighs> Stay home, people. Don't go to any rallies. There's none planned, so don't do that. Let's not get ourselves killed here because we're stupid. Don't fall into their hands and their little traps that they've set for you. Just stay home. Enjoy the performance. Because, you know, like Trump has always said, you're going to love how this ends. And I've still got a lot of faith that it's not going to end like that. Good night, guys.